You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. We are talking this month, January 2020, on how to have that CEO mindset so that we can lead our business and our audience and grow our businesses this year in a way that just up-levels us and truly helps us step into the person and business owner that we are meant to be. And today I'm really excited because I have a guest, Meredith, and she is going to talk to us about outsourcing and how to hire that VA or, you know, just hire someone in your business. We talk a lot about the VA because that's typically the first thing that people outsource and the benefits of doing so when you know that you're ready for it and just some mindset things that you can work through to really make a decision on outsourcing. And even if you've already hired people in your businesses, whether they've worked out or not, this is going to just be a really good episode for you to listen to, to reconnect with the foundation of your business, to make sure that everyone who is working with you is just on track for you and your impact in the world. So let's get started. Hey, nice girls. We are continuing on with our CEO mindset and leveling up series for this year in 2020. And I'm excited to have a guest, Meredith Raber, who's here today and is a virtual assistant services master. She works with lots of entrepreneurs and small businesses, and she really just helps them with their digital marketing and growing their business with virtual assistant services. And she's fabulous. I've actually known her for a while now, not too long, but we've connected and she's just really amazing, helpful, and has a great grasp of how to grow a business and have that CEO hat on. So Meredith, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you and just continuing to be connected with you and collaborate with you and watch you shine and grow your own business. So I'm excited to let my audience hear from you as well. Want to tell us a little bit more about you and what you do? I know I mentioned some things, but I think that hearing it from you would be great. Sure. So I um, own my own virtual assistant business and I help my clients with a lot of different tasks, but mainly right now I'm working on social media, project management, and office operations um, are my main focuses for the majority of my clients. Um, And a little background about me is that I started in the corporate world worked for about 12 years in corporate advertising. And then I had my second son and babies change everything. And I realized that the corporate world, although I loved my agency, loved my team, it just wasn't working for me anymore. So I had to really figure out what I was gonna do with all of these skills that I had learned along the way. And that's when my virtual assistant business was born. And um, I've been working in it for about three years now. 
Love it. Yeah. Motherhood changes everything. And I also know that for me, being able to work from home and have my own business so that it's flexible to be there for my kids is perfect for me. And, you know, I don't knock the people though that do the nine to five. Sometimes that works better for families. And I just love the opportunities that we have as entrepreneurs to be extra crazy while we're running a business and building <laughs> families at home, right? I mean, it is crazy. And sometimes I wonder like, you know, going to a nine to five is a little break from the crazy. But like I said, for me, the flexibility and freedom just overrides it all. So thank you for that intro. Let's just dive in. So you're going to talk to us about how to know when it's time to outsource um, because that's an important question. A lot of people say they want a VA, but then they don't really know what the heck to do with them. So let's talk about that. Yeah. And another hesitation I always hear is I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to outsource or do I even have enough to give someone? So more than likely you do. <laughs> There's a million things, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur that you've been doing on your own as you started your business and you just do it every day and you don't realize that someone else could be doing it for you. So the things I like to tell people when they're not sure if it's time yet is I like them to sit down and look at what they're doing on the day to day. What type of tasks are taking up your work day and what tasks are needed that they can only do, you know, what are right. the tasks that, you know, you're doing, you're invoicing clients, you're setting dates in your calendar, you're maybe scheduling social media, all of those things, even though you're amazing, they don't need to be done by you. You know, they can be done by somebody else. So it's really when your workday is just filled and you don't have a lot of time, outsourcing is the key. And there's many different ways to outsource. You don't need to bring someone into all channels of your business if you don't want to. That's always another concern I have is, well, I don't know if I'm going to have enough for an assistant to do. Well, what about just outsourcing a part of your business? Social media, to me, always seems to be the first one that people are like, I can't keep up. I know I have to do it, but I can't keep up. Yep. So it's always interesting and a good place to start to think about, well, what if I did give the social media portion of my business else? How much time would that give me and my business back? And you would be alarmed about how much time when you're not having to schedule content create and um, engage how much more time you have in your work day to actually work on the core of your business which is what is more important to you and what your passion is oh my gosh i couldn't agree more i actually have hired a couple of vas over my years and in the very beginning though it was more of like a oh i want a va because i wanted to appear to be a little bit further ahead probably than i actually was if i'm being really honest here and so I hired a VA and, you know, at that time I couldn't afford a lot. This was probably like four years ago. And so I feel like I, I did it just to do it, but then I didn't really know what to give her. And I also don't think that um, it was, you know, just something that even for her, like she was just kind of, I don't know what to do because... I wasn't in a place that I actually needed a VA. So I love that you said it's like when your day is just filled and you're not being creative and working in your own zone of genius, that's probably the best time to outsource. Yeah. And another concern I always hear is, you know, I don't have the budget for it or how much is it really going to cost? Will it benefit me? And 
VAs all run their own businesses. So everybody kind of structures their business a little bit differently, but there's ways to dip your toe in without having to have a huge investment monthly, especially when we're all running small businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, So the main, the typical ways you'll see that um, VA structure their services is either by hour. So you could start by hiring a VA for maybe 10 hours a month, which you're thinking, is that even enough? But 10 hours a month of your time is huge. Like, Absolutely. And you'll fill that time. And before you know it, you're going to be like, do you have 15 hours? Do you have 20? Um, another way is also doing weekly. Say you have a business where you're servicing clients constantly and you need someone to be running an inbox. So you're thinking maybe just five hours a week. That's another way to start and dip your toe in. And as I said before, you know, one, you know, giving off one part of your business. So social media for Instagram, start there. And that's a small portion, you know, that's a small investment. And then you can kind of just see as you build trust in the person, what else can they take on? And before you know it, they're going to be running so much more because you're going to realize how much time you're getting back. And it's going to build up your business because you're going to have more time for sales, for creativity, for whatever it is you need to focus on in your business. So good. I think this transitions us right into another question I have, and that's how do you know how to find someone that can actually do the job well? Because I know for me and a lot of people, it's like, oh, you're not doing it like me, so I'll just do it myself. Or we have a hard time delegating and teaching someone because it's going to take more time and I already know how to do it. And I get like the concept behind it. You know, you teach your process and then you kind of let go and trust the person to do a great job. But that kind of starts with the pre-work in how you're hiring, right? Oh, yes. I do think that hiring is a very important part of the process. I think sometimes people will just, you know, ask for recommendations, which recommendations are great. You should always go off recommendations, but you have to do the work before you hire the person too. Mm-hmm. You need to know, you know, what are you going to give this person? What are the skills they need to do whatever it is you need them to do? You know, um, say I keep going back to social media because that's the example that just keeps coming up in my head. But, you know, if you want someone to do social media, what are the tools that you use right now for social media? Are you using Hootsuite? Are you using Later? Are you like they need to have experience on these types of tools? Or is it project management? You know, are all your projects managed in Trello or Asana? Well, that's something you need to consider before you even start looking because you want someone who knows how to do that. Yeah. More general admin tasks, then those are things that you can definitely teach them. You know, if they're particular to your business, then that's something you can teach. And I think the thing with delegation that everybody gets hung up on is is exactly what you said before. You know, well, it's going to take me so long to train someone to do it. Well, I can just keep doing it myself. Well, if you train someone, put a process together, or even now it's like Loom videos, digital videos where you can process and just record yourself doing it once, and then they'll always do it. So you get that time back. So yes, it's a little bit of time in the beginning to onboard someone and show them, but then they're also going to be helping you out with other systems in your business. You know, if you're a solo entrepreneur and your VA is your first hire, you know, they might be helpful in saying, oh, have you ever thought of this? Have you ever thought of that? Or other ways to, you know, make your business more efficient. 
I love that. Here's what I got out of that. So for anyone listening, I hope that you kind of not read between the lines, but you just really picked up that lesson there. So as a CEO of your business, remember, we're not talking about running a side hustle hobby type business. Like you want a legit business and you're ready to grow this year, then you're going to have to take steps forward to doing that. And if you can't find time to train someone a process that you've been doing on your own, then that's even more of a reason why you need to hire and train someone else. Even if it takes you know, two weeks of you stepping back on other parts of your business to do this one part, it will help you leap forward even further to do that. So this is about the kind of decisions that you're making as a business owner. It's not just, oh, well, I don't have time for that, so I'm just going to keep doing it myself. That's not making a smart decision. I think, too, it's, you know, laying the foundation for your, your business. So, yes, it, you might be creating the process or doing the tutorial for this specific VA, but what if you're going to hire another one and another one? So if you're putting the videos and the trainings in your Trello board and they're there for anyone as your team expands, that's just building the foundation for you know, a larger business down the road. So, so true. All right. I love that. That was just a great takeaway that I'm holding on to as a reminder of how I want to show up this year. So thank you for that. Can we talk about kind of how to start the process and decide? Um, well, I guess we've already talked about how to decide when, but how to decide how to start doing the hiring. Yeah. So basically what you want to do when you've committed and you're ready to start hiring, the best thing that I think you should do is start writing down all the tasks on your to-do list that either never get done because they're pushed aside, you know, the projects that you're dreaming of doing and they're just not, you're not being able to get to them. The tasks that maybe are not in your zone of genius that you're doing on a daily basis and really get that list together. Once you have the list together, look at the skills that are needed for those tasks. Are you looking more for website help? Like, do you need someone who knows WordPress? Are you needing someone who's going to update your blog? Figure out the skills. And I think what's really important, and some people don't do this as well, is making sure your job description is very detailed. I mm. think setting expectations from the beginning of any hire is very important. So if you lay out a detailed job description, even if it's, you know, two, three paragraphs that some people might think is too long, at least you have the expectation of what you're looking for for that teammate. And then when you are interviewing people, make sure to reiterate, this is exactly what I'm looking for, even down to the communication. What's the communication going to be like? Are you an email person? Are you a phone person? Do you text? Do you use Slack? I mean, these are important things, especially in the online business world, because people are working at different hours. They might, they might be working at night or in the morning. So you need to know what their communication is. When can you expect to hear back from them? Is it a 24-hour turnaround time or is it a 48-hour turnaround time? So I think those types of things, laying you know, the guidelines of what you're looking for is really important. And when you're talking to people in interviews, that's also, you know, be prepared for the interview. Have good questions about the tasks that you need done. You know, touching on points that are really important to you in your business when you're chatting with people is very important. And I always think that 
doing video calls is great because especially in the online business world, you know, getting to know someone, you know, we can work with anyone all over the world, you know, so they don't necessarily, you're not going to be meeting with them in person, but still a video call, you can get to know them, their personality, kind of feel if you're going to mesh well together. Yeah, I love that. One of the things that I do in my, not interview part, but like the pre-interview when I'm getting applicants together is I ask them to send a video answering a few questions and they're, they're questions based on like their skill set, what they love doing. And I even like think ask like what their favorite book is or, you know, something fun like that just to kind of see what they're about. And I also make it very specific that the video has to be like three minutes or less or five minutes or less or something like that. And I like that too, because even though it kind of, if you get a lot of applications, it's going to take time to go through those videos. But what it does for me is to pull out the people that I want to interview first because they stood out for some reason. I think that's great. Definitely. And you want to know their personalities Mm -hmm. too, you know? Exactly. It's also, you know, we're all running online businesses and we want to love who we're working with. So I think that's personality is always an important part. It is. I actually have heard someone talk about, um, actually one of my mentors slash slash clients slash, (laughs) I don't know, we work together in another program and he always talks about how you can't teach someone character, but you can teach someone skills. So focus first on the characteristics and the values that somebody holds and how they are showing up as a person. And then the skills can always be taught and learned and you know they can get better at certain things, but you can't change who someone is. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's so true. So like knowing their values and what they stand for and, and things like that, I think is important. And it's not a wrong, right or wrong thing. It's just about how are they going to be a part of your business, your voice, your impact. It has to line up and vice versa. You know, like they shouldn't be working for someone who is expecting different kind of performance either. Yes. Yes, I definitely agree. Love it. So that was awesome. What else do we need to know about hiring a VA? I think that the important thing to know is that hiring a VA is just going to help you get more time back in your day to work on what it is, what is the core of your business? What is the passion, you know, your mission behind your business and bringing an extra pair of hands, an extra pair of eyes into your business is so beneficial and they'll really help you up level. So cool. I think that's great advice. And I also want you to quickly tell us about the free gift that you're sharing with us. Yes, I'm so excited. So I have a freebie for you all that's a little guide to hiring your first VA. So basically, all the things you need to think about when you're hiring your first VA, things to consider, and even interview questions that you should be asking them as far as, you know, when you get them on the interview, and it'll really help you out to hire your next VA the right way. Love it. I think that's a really great guide to have in your back pocket. And even if you've already hired before, let's revisit how we're hiring people 
and download this guide so that our next outsourcing project is going to be a lot easier and bringing on that right person from the get-go. So all the links to visit Meredith and her website, connect with her on Facebook and Instagram, as well as download this free gift, you can find in the show notes. So go ahead and check those out and up-level your business, your CEO mindset, and just get ready to lead this year. That's the, the theme we're going to be changing for 2020. And final, final question as always, Meredith, can you share with us what one, what is one action step that we can take today to be prepared to outsource and hire someone? Yes. I would recommend having a little notepad by your desk, or if you're a digital person, do it on your phone. And as you're going through the next couple days of work, just start writing down things that are taking a lot of time for you to do that you don't necessarily need to be doing yourself. And you will be amazed at how many things are on that list at the end of the couple days. And you will know where to start when it comes to outsourcing. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Meredith. Make sure you get your notebook or you know your Evernote app and spend some time over the next few days or a week and really look at your business and be able to you know just differentiate on what it is that you actually need to be focusing on versus the things that you can outsource. And you know, really quick, I know I've already said this was wrapping it up, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the mindset around like, can I afford a VA or should I use my money towards that? Like how, how can we shift those kinds of thoughts to make a better decision for our business? Yeah, it's always a tough one. And I think this is something that holds up a lot of people because they're worried about the investment. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that you have to really look at a VA as an investment in your business, just like you would, um, you know, education, another course, anything like that. And if you could get a VA in there for a certain, you know, I like to recommend that everybody look at uh, the cost of the VA in a monthly amount, depending on what their they're um, looking to outsource. So say you're, you're comfortable paying $500 a month. Well, okay, that's an investment. And that's not, you know, a small investment. That's an investment. But think of how much time you're going to get back. Think of how much time you're going to have with them doing those tasks for those amount of hours and what you can do within your business during that time to make it bigger and to grow your business and to really up-level Love it. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a really key part of what might be holding a lot of people back from taking that next step. So I love that. Thank you again so much for being here and sharing your wisdom. I love chatting with you. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Nice. I hope everyone found lots and lots of value. Connect with Meredith, say hello, and let's grow our businesses. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.